wanna do Lord to the grave, tell you like it is to your face, she don't play Every chick down for it all, I know that she a boss No competition, no loss From the Midwest to the A, all them got you tuning in, no delay Ooh, get you right every time, keep you laughing on a dime Tell you truth, no lies, so you can live your best life Cover all topics, no limits, got something for your mama and your children No holding back, no gimmicks, coming on strong, get straight to business, oh yeah Hey, it's your girl Autumn, and I welcome you back to the Lit Life Podcast, where I encourage you to live your life autonomously. What's popping, y'all? Um, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see that uh, my eyes are kind of like almost closed, and it's not because of the reason that you would think, but it's because of these allergies, like. So what, the last two or three days, um, I have been having like very bad allergies. Like my eyes itch so bad. So like if you see a tear, it's not because I'm I'm sad, but I'm trying not to like wipe my eyes because you know how when you when your allergies fucking up and you wipe your eyes and you wipe them so hard to you get a headache, like that's what I've been doing then. I don't want to do that anymore. I hate it. Um, I think I'm probably going to have to just like change my allergy medication because um, I I heard and I probably should look it up again. But I I hear that once you've been on, say, for instance, cleared in for, I don't know, a year, an extended amount of time that it it doesn't work anymore. So you need to switch to something else. And I had just, let's see, it's been about, wow, it's been about a year and a half since I switched. I was on Claritin and I went to Zyrtec. Um, And I went to Zyrtec because I heard that it, well, I didn't hear. One of the pharmacists, I was in um, in uh, New Orleans and I had was dealing with like really bad sinuses. So they said that Zyrtec was better to use as a combination, you know, for for allergy and sinus. So I switched that and it's been working fine. I take it, you know, one a day um, up until literally this week. So I guess it's time for me to switch. I don't know if I'm going to go back to Claritin. I don't know if I'm going to do Allegra. I, hell, I don't know. Like something. I, I need something though because this shit is raggedy. But anyways, <sighs> I always had this little random ass rant, right? <laughs> welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. If you are um, a returning listener and welcome to the show, if you're a new listener or if you're a new viewer on YouTube, please be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, I don't even really care if you watch. Just, I mean, you know, I mean, I care, but can y'all just subscribe to my, I don't, can you just hit the subscribe? Like, the 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 link is is in the show notes. It's real easy. Just click you all you got to do is click that link and then click subscribe. It's like two clicks. Um also follow me on Instagram. 
and Twitter and all that good shit. So uh, let me get into it. So real quick before I get into the meat and potatoes, y'all, I've been holding this in because I was going to tweet it. <laughs> it's not funny. I was going to tweet it, but I didn't want to tweet it because I wanted to talk about it on here. Honestly, I'm not even going to say that. But anyways, so why did my neighbor, so I'm in a, I'm in a, like a townhouse, like condos or whatever. And it's two of us connected together. So my neighbor has been here in Georgia for 25 years. She's from somewhere else. And all of a sudden there's a for sale sign in her yard. And I didn't put it together until, I, I don't know until when. It's it's only been out here for a week, right? But a couple of weeks before the first sale sign came out, I'm taking the recycle bin down to the curb, looking crazy. And the police is outside. And I'm like, what the fuck these niggas over here for? Like, I sure the fuck didn't call for them. And I, nobody needs you over here, really. So, of course, now I'm walking slow because I'm nosy. Like, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. But, and not even necessarily nosy, but just like, I need to know what the fuck is going on. Like, I'm, I'm right here, right? And I'm kind of whispering because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think, like, my office, it's... I'm so I'm so chubby and so childish right now. I'm sorry, y'all. I think that her room is connected to my office. So I'm, just, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be like quiet about it. And then let me turn these damn headphones down because it's making me sound like I'm talking too loud. <laughs> anyway, so I know y'all like bitch, get to the story. So I'm walking slow. And the officer was like, did you call? And she was like, no. And he's like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah. So they just kind of stood there looking at each other, kind of like the the Diddy and uh, OBJ meme. Like they literally just like staring at each other. And finally the officer said, ma'am, are you being stalked? And I was like... What is happening? What the fuck is happening? And so she was like, yes. But I didn't hear like the rest. She she was like, yes, but, I, you know, I'm fine. So I, you know, I, I didn't put it together. Like, I didn't know if, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. But anyway, so fast forward for sales sign in the yard. And. So the other day, I'm sitting in my recliner, like, by in my bedroom, you know, looking out the window or, you know, the window's up or whatever. And she's on her back porch and she's ne like on her deck. She has never, the whole time I've lived over here almost a year and the whole time she has never gone out and like sat 
on that deck. And, uh, you know, I've heard her have conversations because she's kind of loud. Um, you know, I've heard, heard her talk and, you know, things of that nature, but never like just out on the deck, just talking. So she's on the deck and she's talked to one of her girlfriends and she was like, you know, I've been here 25 years and, you know, I, I, it's, it's no big deal. You know, I'm ready to see what California has to offer. And she was, the lady was like, I can't believe, you know, you're, you're going to pick up and move because of, you know, this stalker situation or whatever. And she's going on and on talking about how she has called the police or she, or she's had to file like several different types of restraining orders. And like, it was just like, my mind was just blown. I'm like, this woman in her 60s is literally picking up and selling her home because a motherfucker don't know how to act. And so now I'm sitting up here like, I'm like on high alert, right? I'm on like super high alert because what if this psycho motherfucker realized that she's selling her house and he want to keep come over here and want to get to acting a fucking fool? Like I, it's so much like, I'm like... I wish her well. I hope that she can get away from him or her or whoever the fuck it is before, you know, in time enough before they get to acting fucking crazy, like, or more than crazy, because clearly crazy has been reached, right? But I felt like I had, to, I felt like that was some damn tea or something. Like, I felt like that was like some real live gossip, man. I don't really be doing that, but I had to let y'all know. So I'm going to try to, the house is, a, the the sale is pending on the house. So y'all know the housing market is, you know, let me tell you, oh, hold on. Let me back up. So the house is on the market, y'all. Why was I walking to my car? And, you know, people have been coming over here to to look at the house. And so, like, this man, he was Indian, him and uh, what appeared to be his wife. Did I tell this story? No, I don't think I told the story. What appears to be his wife. And so they were in the front. So he's, he, I could tell he wanted to speak to me or he wanted to say something to me. And so, you know, I just kept walking because I was, I I was on a mission. I, I had somewhere I had to be. So. He finally, like, reaches out to me. Hi, how are you? I'm like, I'm fine. He said, do you live here? I said, yes. And he said, you know, how's the neighborhood? And I'm like, it's fine, you know, which it is. It's It really is a, a nice neighborhood. Um, I, I don't have any issues or, you know, aside from the, the fireworks, but I guess that's just some shit that people in Georgia do year-round. Um, but, yeah, like, I'm, I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm walking to my heat. Do y'all know this nigga had the nerve to ask me? I feel like I'm still whispering. Sorry, but this nigga had the nerve to ask me. Do you mind if I ask you how much you pay for rent? If you don't get the fuck out of my face. What audacity, right? I've talked about this. (laughs) I've talked about people having having way too much audacity. Like I've been tweeting about it for like, two three weeks I was supposed to tell you how much I pay for rent bitch are you gonna pay the rent are you gonna pay the rent 
like I'm trying to figure out like why would I tell you a random stranger what I pay for rent? Why would I tell you that? So anyways, all that shit was happening, but moving right along. All right, it's everybody's favorite part of the show, Shut the Fuck Up Award, where I tell somebody or something to shut the fuck up that's then got on my nerve, pretty much. And, and anybody that ever comes on the show, I give them an opportunity to do the exact same thing. It's pretty liberating. Ask a couple people that's been on my show, like, they really like this part of the show, and so do I. And it's, what's funny is I was listening to some old shows, um, like my first five or six I was you know just kind of going through and just randomly listening to them and I used to have a positive energy like I used to do (laughs) I used to do this like oh I'm gonna give you this positive energy and I think the shut the fuck up or kind of just like took over the positive energy thing. I don't know. Maybe I'll bring it back. Maybe, you know, maybe that'll be my next series or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, shut the fuck up, Ward. Um, <sighs> y'all know y'all gotta get the big old sigh. So there was a guy who tweeted because nine times out of ten, I'm gonna get these things from Twitter who said, I view females as an extension of a man's status and wealth. So why would anybody date a single mom? Y'all niggas is really dumpster diving. One's one's man trash is still trash. You just not looking past the ass. I think he thought he had some bars. I think he thought he had some bars. Like I'm trying to really trying to figure out. I I don't even want to figure it out. I just want to tell him to shut the fuck up. Also, I would like to tell like this whole conversation surrounding um, BBL's uh, fat ass or lack thereof and all of that. Like, I, I just, can we stop this? Because we know that we know that there are a lot of um, people just like, just like this guy who, who, who said what he said about single mothers who view people as less than when there's certain features or certain things that they don't have, right? We we know we know like as a I'm gonna just gonna say for me as a black woman, you know what I'm saying? I know that there are people who look at me the way that I am, and there's something about me. That's just not up to par for them. A lot of times, I mean, because I mean, I'm 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 a fly ass motherfucker. Like I'm not even gonna hold you, <laughs> okay? Forty two, fine. Okay, I got a whole lot of shit going on for myself. 
But I know that there are people who love everything about me, but won't date me or won't or 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 wouldn't really want to be seen with me because I'm fluffy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I got my little kangaroo pouch and shit. I, and I and and I know this to be a fact. Like I know a person. I know a person that I specifically dealt with at one point in time, who I didn't really realize that this was this was a thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and I was. I had got up like y'all know I have been close to 300 pounds so I had got up it didn't it didn't stop him from wanting to fuck (laughs) it didn't stop him from wanting to have sex and have these sexual conversations and and I actually even talk about building a life with each other it didn't none of that it didn't stop any of that it was literally years after this that I realized that he doesn't even like plus size women and the reason (laughs) and it wasn't because he told me that it was because he I saw him on a dating profile and it's setting on there you know what I'm saying he's like no disrespect I I just you know I don't I don't want uh any plus size women I'm not into plus size women you're into you're kind of into plus size women you just don't want to be seen with one so anyways I say all of that to say can y'all please shut the fuck up about this shit like it's all it's like a cycle okay the whole real quick real quick so I was talking to my friend who was here um over the holiday weekend and we all we're always talking about like body image and and um you know weight loss and you know all these things we're always talking about it and we talked we talked a little bit about the BBL and I was saying you know I I am I'm pro I'm pro cosmetic surgery if you want to get cosmetic surgery actually let me just say it like this I don't give a fuck what you do let me just put it out there like that like it is not even like me being pro or you know me being for it or being against it I don't fucking care like I don't care what anybody else you know what y'all doing you know because I'm I'm all about as long as you as long as it's making you happy as long as you are happy with what you're doing um and it's not gonna cause any harm to anybody else around you you know what I'm saying like I I don't want it to cause any harm to you either but sometimes you know Again, if it's not causing any harm to anyone around you, I don't fucking care. My whole thing with the with the BBL is, and people don't know who that is, what that is, is Brazilian butt lift, where they basically take fat from other parts of your body. Nine times out of ten, it's from your tummy or you know your midsection, and they inject that. They do whatever they do to the fat. They got to do something to it, and then they inject it in your butt or your thighs, or your, I think they do breasts too. I think it might go on the breast too. So, you know, it's just like a reportioning of, of fat, basically. My thing about it was, I always, I joke about lipo a lot, but it's really because I do kind of want lipo. But the thing about lipo is, and the, and the thing about what lipo has always been, 
And and with the BBL, like you have to, you do have to lose. Uh, from what I understand, with the BBL, you have to lose some weight. Like if you're at a certain weight, weight you have to lose some weight, and then they'll do it. I guess that's how some people. But it's the same with lipo. But even with lipo, like you can only. I haven't researched this in a while, but for the way that it used to be, you could only get a certain amount of fat taken from those areas. Like you, it's very dangerous from my understanding to just have a whole bunch of fat being taken from your body, like right then and there, like (laughs) in one pop, you know what I'm saying? Like then, and then put into another part of your body. So I, 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 all of the horror stories that I've heard about them, um, I believe them. Like, I believe every single thing about it because again, like I just, I'm not sure that it's how safe it is, no matter who's doing it to have so much, if it's a little bit, I guess, you know, whatever, but to have just so much weight, I just, I just can't. I, I can't wrap my, my mind around it. But again, if this what they want to do, let them fucking do this shit and move on about your, your way. Like, if you don't like the way the fucking shit look, if you don't, if you feel like, if if you're one of them people who feel like you can do a thousand crunches, uh, a thousand uh, uh, squats a day for however long and you're going to get like a perfect ass, good for you. It's not, it's, that's not true for everybody, but good for fucking you. You know what I'm saying? So anyways. All them people can shut the fuck up. Now, let me go ahead and get into this here topic. And it took me, I was supposed to sing, let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about, yeah, I just want to let y'all know, um, just in case y'all didn't know, that I am the current champion of the um, Tamara to the Breaking Dawn karaoke. So every once in a while, I'll be having a let niggas know but anyways um i I, I stay away from the topic of sex (laughs) for a, a lot of reasons um and it's not because i'm not comfortable talking about it because as i get get along in the episode you'll you'll see why i say that but it's because um It's just an over, it's just, it's one of those topics that everybody talks about, but but they're not necessarily talking about sex overall. It's more of, oh, I, you know, the big thing now is, oh, I eat ass. Like that, that's what, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, it's, it's, oh, I want to be slutted out, which I really, really it really bothers me when people say that because, because where I'm from and the way I grew up, when you're getting slutted out, that means that you're literally being slutted out, meaning that you have somebody that's making sure that you're having sex with whoever they're telling you to have sex with. Like you're being slutted out. It's not you. Um, because even like being a slut, like even... Uh, being a slut for for your 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 guy or your girl or whoever the fuck that's the like that the context of that word it still doesn't that means that you are 
promiscuous. I, I thought I thought that that meant that you're you have sex with a lot of people or whatever. Whatever. I, I get it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But it just it bothers me. So anyways, um, again, it's it's more about the acts and the you know and it's just it's just so like just everybody is always talking about it it's all everything is always so sexual and I think that I've just gotten to an age where I look at sex totally different now like I don't I mean you know you know, you horny, you have sex, right? I mean, (laughs) that nothing different about that, but I guess just the approach and what I want the outcome to be, right? I I look at all those things different. So let me kind of try to break it down. And it's funny. (laughs) Another thing that's funny. I've said that like 20 times in this episode already. Um, The podcast happy hour group tells me that I'm like the sex expert of the group and I don't think that that's true I've just had sexual I've I've just had a different a lot of different types of sexual experiences so I I I don't mind speaking on them and I don't mind you know I'm not, I, I hardly ever just bring up um you know something sexual like but if somebody is talking about it and I have something that I can offer to it then I I do that so anyways Learning about sex for me, so I'm a 70s baby. I I, I just made it 79. Um, and things were different back then, right? We didn't have an internet. Um, we didn't have, I mean, our our families kinda well, I'ma just let me just talk about my family and the people I know around me, but you know, uh, the, 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 where I grew up, it was just, you just not supposed to be doing it, period. Like that was, that's really the talk, right? Like don't have sex, you'll get pregnant. And then a little bit later on, don't have sex, you'll get pregnant, you'll get AIDS and you're going to die. So that's (laughs) kind of what like, the conversation was even when it came to like school there really wasn't I can't remember any type of sex ed class I remember doing home ec but I don't remember like a sexual education type of class um and and any type of sexual thing that we talked about was more uh anatomy based like this is a penis, you know what I'm saying? Like duh. Um, or if it had to do with uh, you know, like sexual assault, you know what I'm saying? Like we would have those type of conversations. But aside from that, uh, I, you know, it was really all about what was going on around me. So I remember I can remember one of my uh very first conversations really about sex, the the one that I that sticks in my head. This is how old I was. I was in sixth grade, maybe fifth grade. I may have been in fifth grade. And I'm walking home from school with my BFF. 
I think we had stayed after for cheerleading or something. And I'm walking home and she's telling me about her boyfriend, right? <laughs> and how her boyfriend wants, basically wants to have sex. I'm thinking to myself, okay, I, re- I also remember us having a conversation about, you know, like, each other like starting our periods and stuff so I I I remember that but but like the whole sex conversation it was just like and I think that a lot of kids were saying that they were doing it but they weren't really doing it or they weren't really like doing it all the way like there maybe wasn't any type of intercourse just thinking back to like the conversations is just like eh, I don't think that uh Y'all was really having sex, but whatever. I don't know. I wasn't there. But that's my my like earliest, you know, like dialogue that I can think of that I actually like talked about sex and having sex. And I can also remember like being around boys who would literally just try, you know, come out and and, and say, let's do this or like. That was back when oral sex was, nobody was doing oral sex, supposedly. I don't know. How did that work? How y'all think that worked? Like, they, like nobody, like, it was such a taboo thing. It was so taboo. <laughs> but there were young, you know, kids, you know, I, I don't know what, maybe I was around middle school at, at this time where people were talking about having oral sex it's funny how you know what I'm saying like I never just thinking about this while I'm while I was uh like taking my little notes it's just like wow I I never really had like talks like that I mean my mom you know my mom like I said it's like don't don't get pregnant you know, don't have sex because you're going to get pregnant or you're going to have AIDS and you're going to die. Like that's literally, and it was enough to scare, scare me. It didn't stop me from really necessarily stop me from doing it, but I was, you know, would be scared, you know, or think back on, on certain things like, damn, I was, I was really just out here doing the most. But anyways, um, so that's kind of how that's, those are, were kind of like the lessons or the lack thereof lessons that I, I had about sex growing up. So then I transitioned into my 20s. I transitioned into my 20s and I think my 20s and this is all kind of going to come full circle towards the end. My 20s I feel like I was in like this this like I don't know like this I want to be in control of me and 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 just do what I want to do right but it was all kind of like sexually based so I you know I I can I can remember like dating and being heartbroken and just saying you know what fuck all it is I'm gonna get mine 
I'm a, I'm a, I'm a have my fun, which meant, you know what I'm saying? I'm a meet, I'm a meet whoever fuck I want to meet. And if I have an attraction to them and we decide to go there, we're going to do that. And that's going to be that on that, but it's going to be all controlled by me. It's all going to be controlled by me. Like there's not going to be any, Oh, what's up? Can I come through? Or it ain't going to be no, Hey, you trying to No, it's, it's always going to be on my terms. If I don't want to be fucking bothered, I'm not going to be bothered. I will call you. Matter of fact, don't, you know, don't call me. I'll call you. And that's <laughs> kind, kind of what my, what my twenties was about when it came to sex. It really was like, just sex it was just like like I think back on and I'm like "Eh, okay it was fun but it literally was just sex but I think that at that point in time in my life like that's just what I was supposed to be on I guess like I'm not gonna question like the universe and and you know where I placed myself in the universe because of course I I was making my own decisions. So I'm not going to really question that, but I just, sometimes I think back to that, like, damn, uh, like, like what's the, what's the, it was fun, but what exactly was the actual fun in it? I think it was just me being free and being able to really just do what I wanted to do. And, 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 and I don't know if I, I don't feel like I was like re- rebelling or, or anything like that. I was just out here just having, just having fun, right? Just dating, having sex, having fun. Uh, did I, did I think back then I wanted like a husband or a wife or whatever the fuck? Yeah, you know, of course I did. As a matter of fact, um, I, I, if you've heard my show before, you know that I've dated women before. I, I had two serious girlfriends, and both of those were in my twenties. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 yeah, it was a little bit of of me exploring me, but really just exploring all of me, like my, you know, my sexuality, um, just learning me right when it comes to it it specifically when it comes to sex since that's what I'm talking about I mean there were lots of other things involved um during my 20s as far as you know me learning about myself but I think I learned a lot about what I like and what I don't like and what I really you know at that point in time like what what I would put up with to be just to just to be having sex <laughs> you know what i'm saying and i th- and and every once in a while it would click it would dawn on me something that my mom said when i was with my son's dad and when at like towards the end when we were getting ready to break up and you know things just weren't right and she asked me she's like and me and my mom like we we've never been like hella hella tight like that's my mommy you know I'm fucking everybody up about my mommy nobody better not ever say nothing bad about her no shit nothing but we've like we've I've I've always been like the black sheep you know what I'm saying so I've always kind of gone against the grain so we she's an Aries too we've always kind of just butt heads but this time she's like 
you know, you, you, I understand you're hurt. You're doing all this crying. You know, you're going to have to get it out your system. I get it. She's like, but I want you to sit and ask yourself. What exactly do y'all do outside of having sex? And that just stuck with me to this day. Like, it's one of those questions you just have to ask. I mean, I guess you don't have to, but it's worth asking, right? What are we doing? I'm sitting here crying, right? I'm crying my eyes out because me and my boyfriend are about to break up my son's dad. And I don't, you know, I don't know how any of this is going to work because he's like the only man I've ever really like loved. And, you know, my young ass, I was just love. I just loved his steak and draws. Do you hear me? And then when I thought about it, I'm like, nigga. All we do is have sex. That's it. That's all we doing. I'm cooking. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing a whole lot of shit. But for real, for real, when it came to us being like a couple, all we were doing were having sex. So I take that (laughs) into, again, my 20s. Now I'm I'm moving forward. Take that into my 20s. I take that, that, that thought of when I meet people and, and you know what I'm saying? When I'm, I'm dating them or, you know, whatever it is, you know, I, I constantly ask that question. Like, what are we doing more? Are we doing more things than having sex? Are, are there, are there any other pleasurable things that we're doing aside from having sex? Right. And if the answer is no, you got to go. Like, I'm just not. Anyways, I took that into my 20s. So into my thirties, I get into my thirties. And now I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much, <laughs> pretty much educated about sex. I'm, I'm, I'm more aware of what I like and what I don't like. And I haven't a sexual experience that leads me to an alternative lifestyle. And it's crazy because this around this time is when I really started like, well, okay. I still, I'm trying to figure, really figure out how to word this. Like I'll, I'll say this. By the time I got to my 30s or maybe mid-30s, I I came up with this whole, like, saying or, like, this thing that I think um, constantly. In order to have the best sex, you have to have uncomfortable conversations without lust being a factor. Let me say that again. And this is, again, this is me mid to late 30s. This is my mindset set when it comes to sex. Because guess what? Again, like I said, I done tripped over this alternative lifestyle. I like a whole lot of shit that's going on in there. But 
and it taught and and it it taught me some things. So let me say that again. In order to have the best sex, you have to have uncomfortable conversations without lust being a factor. So you have to have conversations about you guys have probably heard me say this before. You have to have conversations about sex. You have to. And I know that it can be awkward when you're not sexting or when you're not like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like just in in all this lust, like we have to cut through the lust in order to understand exactly what we need sexually from our partners or from whoever it is that we're going to be getting this sex from. And I understand that, you know, some of us still kind of live in this, um, this uh, universal studios, pictures, movies type of, of shit where you think that it's it's just like the best thing to have all this random spontaneous sex. And, and okay, it, it is. But ain't it, wouldn't it be better if you actually was having like this sex that people were with people who knew what you like? <laughs> right? <laughs> It's, it seems fairly straightforward. It seems like logic. It seems like the right thing to do. But well into our 40s, not me, but well into our 40s, there are still people that are having sex who have not had a conversation with the person that they're having sex with. And then they're disappointed and then they wonder why then they wonder why. You know what I'm saying? So, and I said I learned that within the alternative lifestyle because in most most alternative lifestyles, there has to be consent with every single thing that's done. So just for instance, BDSM. You cannot just go and like hit a bitch with a flogger or like, I don't know, tie, tie somebody up without going to jail. You can't do that. There has to be consent. The great thing about consent is there is that you're happy that you're having this conversation and you're you're thinking to yourself when you're when you're talking to your partner, whoever, you know, whoever it is that you're having these this sexual um, experience with or, you know, you know, be their inner course or not you know whatever this experience is you're going you're think you're gonna think to yourself that it's going to be the best because they know like now if they don't if they say yeah I want to do all of that and then they they fuck around and don't do all that then that you know that's another story but it gives you more of a chance <laughs> It gives you more of a chance to have the best sexual experience every single time you have sex. It just does. Even with people who have been together many years, sometimes they have to revisit things. Sometimes they have to, you know, and, and I, I'm I'm pretty sure that it's hard to do. I'm I, I can't I, I can only imagine that it's really hard to <laughs> kind of go to your partner and say, you know, I really would like to try some new things 
or I'm not really a fan of this one thing that we've been doing. Like, can we try something different? Or you would be surprised what transparency in a relationship would bring you. And I say all of that to say that in my 40s, I am not having sex unless I can create a sexual experience. And you could create a sexual experience even out of people who kind of just have some whack-ass sex, like, you know, them, them like that three-pump or like that, you know, person that's just going to just lay there and not do anything or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it all stems from a conversation. And I truly believe that I, me personally, I just... I can hold I can hold on to my lust and my whatever the fuck because I just don't want to waste <laughs> my time and energy it, and it ain't got nothing to do with like sleeping around you know trying to you know uh, uh, keep track of bodies and I, I'm well past all that bullshit like I am go wrong nigga like it just it is what it is but I just want I I just feel like as I've grown and as I've gotten older that I feel like it's it's not necessarily like the amount is is you know what I'm saying it's not like oh I you know I'm sad because I haven't had sex today it's it's not I mean sometimes I'd be sad when I have sex, but you know yeah y'all know what I'm saying it's like it's not that it's not like the amount of sex being had it's creating those very adult intimate sexual experiences that means the most to me so I, and i and i don't want i i never really want to like you know as i'm like trying to date trying it's it's real world i don't want to sell myself with that so i kind of like don't ever want to talk about you know what I'm saying like up front I don't be wanting to talk about sex like right away you know <laughs> I will but I don't be, really be wanting to because just like I'm sitting here having this conversation with whoever is listening you know what I'm saying like you know I, I don't know how, how you're gonna feel about that you know what I'm saying I mean I I don't you know I don't know I, I don't know I just don't want to have that initial I don't want that to be an initial conversation because once as soon as you start talking about sex then everything kind of drive you know you kind of drive everything else off of that sex and if you know either party is really trying to do this they're going to kind of just be a yes man oh okay whatever until they get to the sex part you know what I'm saying and I just I just don't want to waste my my the the experiences that I'm trying to create on just anybody so <sighs> tell me what y'all thought about uh me talking about sex finally I mean y'all have heard me talk about sex but man I, I don't think I've ever um gone this in depth but uh but yeah that's it 
that's it. That's all. Uh, real quick, what, what do I have to say? Podcast happy hour. Uh, I don't think we have nailed it down yet. It it, it will be on Tamara's pla- Tamara to Tamara to the Break of Dawn podcast platform. Tamara, and I tentatively. I believe it's um, the night of Juneteenth and it's going to be a whole lot going on and we're going to have a great time. It's going to be amazing per usual. We're going to have some drinks. We're going to, I mean, there's going to be Kente as long as if it's on Juneteenth, it's going to be Kente involved and um, we're just going to have a good time. So I want to, I want, I want you guys' feedback. Shout out to, um, Jay Boog and Tamara for giving me the feedback that I've been getting off of um, my my 10 words, 10 episodes series. I appreciate it. I needed that feedback uh, because I didn't know how this was coming across to everyone. Like my show is typically, uh, to me, it seems like it's a, it's a little different than what I've been putting on with this series. But from what I understand, it's flowing just nicely. So that makes me happy and I just want to thank all of you for listening to the Lit Life Podcast like I said you can go to autumnatearies.com you can, I'm, I'm on YouTube all the links are there um take a listen to a couple some of the first season stuff I was listening to it and I was like oh like I've come a long way like I sound a lot better you know the whole lot was going on back then but I guess that's it. I'm rambling now. So until you hear me or see me again, peace.